Hey, Big Daddy. Hey, buddy. How are you this week? Happy Thanksgiving one day late. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you. I was going to call you. Uh, I was going to call you yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, I figured I'm going to talk to you today, so I decided against it. Okay, that's all, that's highly. I, I understand that at all. I understand that. And uh, welcome to our friends and fans who are listening to us for the first time, or maybe for the I don't know sixth or seventh time, whichever episode we're up to. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, all, uh, everyone. Uh, this is the Big Daddy's podcast. This is the Big Daddy's podcast. So usually, usually I um. Usually I'll have like a, a question uh, or something to ask you. Um, mm -hmm. I I am totally 100% unprepared for today's recording. That's okay because I, I have something pretty big. Oh. Yes. Uh, in fact, I'm glad you didn't call me yesterday because I might have spilled the beans. And I wanted to tell you right now with everybody that yesterday at about 9 p.m. I found out that I'm going to be a grandfather. Oh, damn. <laughs> nice. Uh, congratulations. Yes, thank you. My uh, my second oldest son, Justin, and his wife, Tiffany, are pregnant. And we were Zoom calling for Thanksgiving. And uh -huh. uh, they uh, spilled the beans and made the announcement. And we sat and chatted for a while. And... Uh, yeah, so July 5th of next year is the official due date. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, it's already funny because um, uh, Justin was talking about how what he want, he's hoping that the baby will come early or maybe, you know, like plan it so it comes out on the 4th, July 4th, you know. And, yeah, yeah. And then every year until he stops buying it or she stops buying it, say that all these fireworks are for them. Oh wow, that 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 um that just sets up a child for disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, yeah, uh what I mean that is that's that's great news. Congrats. You said Justin? Justin, yes, uh, my second yeah. oldest. So congratulations to Justin and and the misses. Tiffany, um, yep. Tiffany. And mm -hmm. uh, so... So when you first found out that you were going to be a dad, do you remember breaking the news to your parents? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I do. It was, I mean, it was a long time ago now because I was 19. <laughs> so I started early and then often. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember being trepidatious about it, you know, because one, I was so young and two, my, uh, the, the mom and I weren't married. And, um, but, you know, you sort of come in trepidatious, but you're, you're excited and, and, you know, your mom's going to be excited eventually. And so, you know, it's like, <laughs> I think I went over to the place and said, hi, mom. Um, so you're going to be a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't sugarcoat it. Or he just came out with it. He came out with it, pretty sure. But it's been <laughs> such a long time. I should ask my mom, actually. When, when, I, she was on the Zoom call last night when Justin told us. And right. uh, I asked her if she remembers how I broke it. <laughs> That's, uh, I, I mean, it's so, I don't know. It's, it's different now, you know, when... Um, 
when I told my parents, um, I had my mom, I went over to my mom and dad's house and right. I brought Ma- Maddie with me. And then when we told her, I mean, my mom, I, even when I was in trouble, my mom didn't move as fast as she did when she found out that I, I was, we were, we were expecting. <laughs> she was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was, she was over the moon. And, you know, I remember me when Maddie, when me and Maddie found out that we were, um, that, that Maddie was pregnant, uh, mm-hmm. if we were going to go to the Pima County fair and, um, before, we went on the offshoot. Maddie's like, you know, I'm going to take a pregnancy test because if I, you know, if I'm pregnant, I don't want to like get on the zipper, you know, like I don't want to, I don't want to get on, I don't want to get on the gravitron. And, like, and so it was like the day, like we were going to go, we were going to go on a Saturday and it was a Friday or maybe we were going, I, I don't remember exactly, but uh-huh. I remember her going into the bathroom and, you know, uh, taking the mm-hmm. test. And I don't, I don't know if this, this happened with you, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the couch cause you, you don't really go into the bathroom along with, you know, that's not, yeah. it's not something that happened. So I'm sitting on the couch waiting for her to come out and, um, the the longer it's taking longer than usual and so then i'm starting to get nervous (laughs) and then then like i i felt my heart beating and then she comes out and she was holding it and she was looking down at it and then she looked up at me and she's like yeah i'm i'm pregnant and then i just remember i was I was really excited for, you know, for, um, and for the longest time, for the longest time, I would, I was always the guy that was like, I don't want kids. I don't want kids. Right. Right. Um, And for me being that guy and her, when she first said that, man, I don't think that there's been a happier moment in my life. You know, like I was so stoked. Right. Yeah, man, I, I I get it. You you get that feeling of like, oh, things are things are changing. I'm growing up. I'm becoming an adult. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've had we've had those conversations the last few weeks. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I was talking with Justin and, and Tiffany last night. You know, it started bringing back all these memories. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're talking about. You know, I mean, come asking how you feeling. You know, you know how you feeling physically, and she's not having too much sickness right now, and that's good. And, um, and I'm, you know, how you feeling emo- emotionally, and 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 um, and they're both like, yeah, you know, we just felt it was a really good time. You know, we've we've traveled like, quite a bit together, and uh, you know, we've got careers, and you know, it's a fight like it's the next step. And I'm like, yeah, for sure, you guys kind of did it the right way. And uh, and, <laughs> and I'm just remembering when you know from one. To the fourth kid, it's still that extra is like, oh, uh, uh, cool, yeah, you know that neat. That's like another one. Here's here's the next life, you know. Here's the propagation. Here's the um, here's my contribution, so to speak. Yeah, sort of weird way. Um, But yeah, that first one definitely changes your life. They all change your life. Yeah, but that first 
boy, that just like, you know, <laughs> hard left turn into the safety zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, um, so uh, Mia Coda and Matthew are, are 12 months and two weeks apart. So, right. Um, like you, I, I wasn't so much early, but it was often. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. I remember uh, I, I was, uh, you know, I was the father of a one-year-old or mm-hmm. we found out that, um, so she was, Miyakoto was nine months when I, we found out that Matthew was going to be uh, born or something like that. I right. don't remember. She was still a baby. Right. And, you know, like you said, that first baby, you it changes your life. And I was, you know, I'm holding the baby and you have so much just like love and protection and all those mm-hmm. feelings you get as a dad. And then I found out that I was going to be a dad again, or or uh, mm-hmm. be more of a dad, <laughs> right? Extra dad. <laughs> I was gonna be an extra dad, but then I I started getting scared and nervous yeah. because you know I love I you know I love Miyakota you know the baby I love this baby so much, and I don't know I don't know that. There's no room in my heart for more love. Like it's it's full. Right. right. But then um, I don't know if it I I don't I don't know how it uh, uh, who worded it or maybe I worded it my, this way myself or maybe you did. I don't know because I think I've had this conversation with you. But then you know my my son Danger was born and I'm holding him in the hospital and your heart grows. Yeah, it grows. Yeah, you don't divide your love. You you, you multiply it. Yeah. That was the thing I heard, heard, you know, it's like, how do you, how do you divide your love with everybody? It's like, you don't, you multiply it. Yeah. It grows. It, it grows to, to fit. And I, you know, I, I think, you know, to, to get a little woo and a little whatever as human beings, I b- honestly believe we have infinite capacity for love if we allow ourselves, but with, with the infinite capacity comes the bigger ways to being hurt. You know, that's why a lot of people close off and, um, you know, and with kids it's, you can't help it. If it's your kid, you, your heart grows and you get more in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and so that's why baby fever is a thing because that it feeling, is. that mm-hmm. feeling of your heart growing, man, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. That's we get a stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's top tier, man. Top tier, top tier stuff there. <laughs> Love. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's why I mean, yeah. Then when you become a a parent, you know, I was, and um, I think I can't remember if I told you this, you know, but as as my kids are growing up, somewhere along the line, I decided that I was never going to be that dad who was like, "When you're going to give me grandkids?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be that guy because it's like honestly, it's your reproductive choices are your reproductive choices. I, I shouldn't have anything to do with that as far as you know guilt-wise or, or anything, anything having to do with that. If you want to reproduce, do it. If not, don't. And I'm happy either way because I love you. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now, yeah. You know, now it's like, you know, the, the kid's on his way. It's just a being, you know, you saw this, you know, the sonogram pictures, the 3D sonogram pictures. And, uh-huh. uh, like, oh, just this little bean of nothing practically. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, at the end of nine months, it's going to be a, a human, like a fully formed human is, is going to be introduced into this world. And it's uh, mind blowing. Yeah. It's completely mind blowing. 
And, uh, you know, I know my, my son and his wife are going to be awesome parents. Uh, and, you know, the whole bit and the whole nine, but it's still such a, such a rush to think, you know, now it's, it's moving on. There's that tangible, my line is continued, even though I was never one of those guys like my, the fruit of my loins would go on forever. You know, <laughs> I remember <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not that way, but I am that way to an extent because uh, uh, me, me and my brother Russell are the last, uh, well, we're the last of the Beaudry uh, males. And so okay. I had Mia Coda first and then um so that's awesome and i was excited and and whatnot and then we found out matthew uh was going to be a matthew and not another girl and so that got me that got me excited and uh and then we found out russell was going to be a dad and we found out that russell was going to have a boy and um matthew was due I think they were due like a week apart, maybe two weeks apart. Okay. So uh, my nephew's name is Mac, M-A-C-K, Mac. Mac, okay. And uh, so Danger and Mac were to be born within uh, a week or two of each other. At least that's what the due dates were. And, uh, And so once Matthew, and then Matthew couldn't wait. So he came early and, uh, and so uh russell russell came russell came into the hospital to visit and and say congratulations or whatnot and i and and in a lull of the in the conversation i was like hey bro he's like what's up i was like i win (laughs) 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 i had I have the first Beaudry boy of the of our generation. Like I won, and then won. Russell came back with, "Well, my my boy is the firstborn of the firstborn." So I went oh, like, oh. "Whatever, man." Firstborn of the firstborn. Yeah, it's like straight Game of Thrones stuff, you know. <laughs> First of his name. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of additions to the family, I right. am the proud uh, new owner of uh, two guinea pigs. Two guinea pigs. Now, did you did you have them sexed before you get them? Did you, is it both girls or both boys? Yeah, they're, they're both boys. I well, at least that's what the uh, that's what the lady at the pet store said. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I, I have a friend who had who got two guinea pigs and swore they were girls until they both gave birth or one gave birth. So you got to be careful. <laughs> well, I'm sure I will find out shortly. <laughs> you will. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's uh, um, I was asking because my kids wanted a real pig and then i did the right. research of of a of, of a house pig and um was that the search was that the search parameters house pig no <laughs> i was searching small um pig like well i guess like small pig breeds uh, for house like a house pet pig i think is what i put and they're they're out there they're out there yeah. and um then that that 
that sent me down this spiral of uh, of pig breeds, by the way. And there's no mm-hmm. such thing as a little pig or a mini pig, which is what um, a lot of the house pigs are 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 tagged as. They're tagged uh-huh. as mini pigs or micro pigs or teacup pigs. Uh-huh. And uh, in doing my research, I found out that uh, anything less than 250 pounds is considered a mini pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is you'd never have garbage. No. <laughs> I wouldn't have anything. The pig would eat everything. Exactly. Yeah. It'd, It'd be another meat house. Yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd just be another 250-pound sloth in the house. <laughs> Doesn't contribute to anything other than eating food. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I explained, so you, yeah, I explained to the kids, you know, there's, there, there's no thing as a little pig. And right. so and we got on the uh, little, little animals... Uh, conversation and and guinea pigs came up and we showed them a picture of guinea pigs. They fell in love. Sure. And uh how I how I gave it to them was was I I want to say it was a parenting win. Uh-huh. Because um I got the pigs or I got the guinea pigs and I put them in the garage and I didn't want anyone to see them. So I hid them. But then, you know, it's it's winter time, and so it's getting colder at night, and I didn't want the guinea pigs to be out here in the garage right. for too long. And so um, Buddy the Elf on the Shelf is is what we do every year. And every okay. year when, when Buddy shows up, uh-huh. Buddy brings a present. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So Buddy, did Buddy show up early this year? Is that what happened? Uh, well, no. Buddy sent a letter saying that he's in quarantine, but he sent oh, the present right. anyway. And so um, I'm I'm upstairs and and uh, we're getting ready for bed. But I had the garage door opener in my pocket, and I pressed the button, and all the kids are freaking out. Like, why is the garage door opening? Why everyone's in? Dad, Dad, what's going on? And I was like, I don't know. Let's go check it out. So Miyakota, my oldest, grabs a pitchfork from the costumes, like the devil costume that we had this year. And she's coming down the stairs with it, like she's gonna do something. She's, I like she, it. She literally said, "Don't worry, Dad, I got this." I'm like, "All right, just stand behind me." <laughs> I'm, trying to imagine, I'm trying to imagine Mia Koda, what she's she's all four foot, if that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get behind me, Dad. I got this. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Dad. I got this. I'm like, yeah, just let me check it out. And so then we all come in, and then they read the letter, and then we uncover the uh, guinea pigs. And Miyakoto went, don't worry, Dad, I got this, to just crying happy tears oh, of kids. Yeah. And I was like, parenting win. I am I, I am winning as a dad right now. I win. I win. So big. <laughs> and when, when was this? Like two um, days ago? Um, no, it was before Thanksgiving. Okay, it was before so a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. All right. And yeah. what so, was it? What was the names? So we saw. I saw that you were asking for recommendations for names, and what what ended up? What stuck? I wait. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> They're now known as Pig One and Pig Two. That's yeah, it. I'm. I'm. I want to call them Rebel and Rocky, but no one seems to like those names as much as I do. And by the way, I I, I have to say that as a 38 year old man, yeah, I shouldn't be as excited as I am about these things. <laughs> I think it's a testament to your youthful, uh, your youthfulness that you are excited about that thing. Well. I was never allowed to have rodents as pets growing up, ever. All right. Yeah. So this is wish fulfillment, right? It's like, I get to do what I want to do. I'm an adult. Ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. So um, I wanted to ask you about Uh, um, childhood pets. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we hadn't. Yeah. Uh, it was always dogs. Uh, no, it was, do- it was dogs and cats. I never had a rodent. We never had like a goldfish, which I don't really consider pets. Uh, but it was always that. The earliest dogs that I remember was Snoopy and Ginger. And Snoopy didn't look anything like Snoopy of the cartoon. That's just his name. Uh, Snoopy <laughs> and Ginger. Uh, they were great. They were great. I caught a tadpole once at a local, a local uh, place at uh, Kennedy Park Lake. And I brought it home and put it in a bucket, and it started to turn into a frog, but then it died. But that wasn't really a pet. Yeah. But then we did have this cat named, um, and I, I named this cat. So when you hear the name, you can think, mm, where were you thinking? Her name was Precious Petunia. She's <laughs> <laughs> a black and white cat. <laughs> Precious but, Petunia. Precious Petunia, but she got hit by a car, and, uh-huh. and we had to have one of her legs amputated. So she was—we had a three-legged cat for years and years and years Dope. until she died. Yeah, it was cool because once she got, once she recovered, it's like she could still climb trees. She still went out hunting for mice and crickets and whatnot. And yeah, she was an indoor/outdoor cat. She was great. I mean, she was an amazing cat uh, to go through all that. Yeah, cats are cats are super resilient. I had a cat. Yeah. Named Nuisance, by the way. <laughs> Nuisance. And, uh, Nuisance, she got she got mauled by a dog, and oh, wow. uh, she had to have surgery. And they just took out her whole hip joint. Like they didn't amputate the yeah. leg; they just took out all the bones in it. And um, whoa, yeah. I don't know if they did a hip replacement or, but they took out she they took out that joint and. Um, Put her back together and after she recovered she was able to walk on all four it was like it was like nothing happened that's crazy yeah cats and dogs are just like they don't know better they don't know that something's wrong so they just get along yeah. you know they just <laughs> or in some cases hop along right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I, my my uh the childhood dog that i had was his name was bosco and he was yeah. a, a german shepherd uh, Rottweiler Chow Mix. Okay, it was a rescue, and so, nice. um, and uh, he, he was he was as as human as dogs can get. He would fight sure. you for shotgun in a car. <laughs> Like, like we'd all be going somewhere or like to a park or something. And then we'd all be piling in and Bosco would be like the first, first person in the, Mm -hmm. in, in the car. And he would just, he would go through the back uh, up to the front and sit in the, in the, in shotgun. And, uh, and so whoever called shotgun, of course, was like Bosco get in the back and Bosco just kind of like did the whole dog, like 
looking away and if if i can't see you you can't see me type of thing <laughs> i love that and then yes and then and then you're like no bosco dude get in the back and then he he's like okay i'm caught but he still didn't want to give it up so he would growl at you he'd be like mm-hmm. and then you would like you would get angry and you're like god damn bosco get in the back and then he'd like ah, begrudgingly just slowly move his tail to the back of the uh of the, of the car that's funny Uh, that's funny hey that reminds me of like you know um what i want to hear what you think your dog sounds like as a human because i have my dog voice in my head every time the dogs do something and i and i put words to it i have a voice for it i want to hear what your voice is and i'm going to give you my voice (laughs) well i have two dogs and they sound exactly the same Mine do too. All, all three of mine sound exactly the same. Because, <laughs> uh, um, for example, you know, we'll put the dogs outside. And right now, there's only like two months out of the year where they don't come rushing in because it's either too hot or too cold. So mm-hmm. now, you know, I'll put them out in the morning and they'll be out there for about an hour, you know, while I'm making mm-hmm. breakfast. Not, and then after we're done eating breakfast, I'll leave the, let them back in. And Ruby and Rufus both uh, will will run in and be like, oh, my God, guys. Oh, my God, guys. It's still cold out there, guys. Why are you leave me out there so long? It's still cold. That's, that's uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Can I have some? Can I have some? What's that taste like? Is that chocolate? Can I have some chocolate? No. Yeah. Chocolate, Ruby. <laughs> That's that's pretty good. That's that's pretty close to my to the voice I have in my head. The the voice the voice that uh, my dog's talking. They're like, "Hey, what you doing? Where, where you going? Oh, yeah. oh, are you going over? You go, you're, you're coming. You're off the couch. Where you? Oh, to the bathroom? Yeah. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with you. Can I go with you? <laughs> Your dogs sound needy, so needy, and my dogs just sound. Uh, unintelligent. <laughs> <laughs> My dog, they, they are pretty much the, the one in particular, Comet in particular, is he's like, um, he's all things being equal, he his preferred spot would be right next to you. Uh-huh. And then if he can't be directly next to you within the same room, so he's with an eye shot, that's next best, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everything else is a distant, distant third. So, <laughs> so if yeah. you move out of eye shot, he's not so much a fan for that. He wants to see, so he'll ball, he'll pop his head up and, and trail you in. So he's he, he's the dog that trails you right from house to house. I mean, from room to room and wherever yeah. you go. And, and that's what I just that's just, the voice came in my head. It's like, hey, where are you going? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get on the couch? How, how, how about I sit? I'll, I'll, I'll sit next to you. How about I sit next? To you? <laughs> So, so two things. Uh, Ruby is um, is a boxer uh, pit bull mix. So she's kind of a big dog, uh, yeah. and Rufus is a wiener dog, Chihuahua mix. He right. I'm a, a chihuahua. Chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so when we got Ruby, she was only eight weeks old. So she was actually smaller than Rufus. Oh wow! And um, she still thinks she's Rufus sized. Right. And it, it, she's not. She's oh, definitely not. And uh, and uh, she does this thing with her paw in which I found, I read, by the way, because I was always curious, so I Googled it. 
um, mm -hmm. why dogs put their paw on you. Right. Uh, and so you're petting them and then you stop and then they put their paw on you like, hey, keep going. And, yeah. it, and that's what I always took it as. But uh, what I read was it that's the dogs don't have the motor function in their forearm that we do, but that's their version of petting us. Oh, interesting. So they're trying to they're trying to return the favor. Like, yeah. oh, thanks. That felt really good. I'll yeah. I'll do that to you. Yeah, once. and they just and they just leave their paw there. Like they, yeah. they can't they can't move it back and forth. But that's uh that's them petting us. And every night we um we have like a bedtime the part of the bedtime routine with the kids is that uh we have a bedtime snack and my son is in love with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with strawberry milk. That's what he asks for okay. every single night. Right. With with no crust, by the way. Sure. So so the dogs know the routine and they know that I'm cutting off crust with peanut butter and jelly on it. <laughs> so they're like Comet. As soon as like eight o'clock rolls or a seven thirty, eight o'clock rolls around, they're they're, uh -huh. they're looking at me like, hey, it's it's snack time. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? So then I go into the kitchen and I'm preparing the, the sandwich and whatnot and they're literally right there at the edge of the at the edge of the island, and uh, they're just sitting patiently waiting for me to throw those four pieces of crust down, two each. Nice, two each. Yeah, yeah. And you have to be even uh, with the yeah. dogs. You know, we have three dogs, and uh, Comet, the one I was just telling you about it, he is he's such a nervous Nelly. He's literally on Prozac. We give him two Prozacs in the morning to keep him calm. <laughs> He's he's one of those dogs that just shivers when anything loud pops up off or whatever, and he skitters real easy. And yeah. so, uh, but you can't, you know, as you know, you don't just kill dogs. You can't just toss it down there. You have to put it in something. And so I put it in cheese. So we get mm -hmm. this little, um, you know, uh, mush it up in a little ball of cheese and and hand it to him. And he swallows it right down, hardly tastes it. But then you can't just do one dog. You, know, no. you must do the others. Uh, and and the little one can dance on his hind legs. He can. He's a really good bouncer. So he'll just like pop up and like, hey, wait, what about me? I like <laughs> and <laughs> and Zoe. Uh, although she sounds like doesn't do anything, she just looks at me like, huh? Oh, I'd like one too. That'd be great. Yeah, I'd like a piece of cheese. <laughs> My uh, so Ruby's really good at catching food. Yeah, and she, yeah. She doesn't. She, she she uh she uh catches now tastes later type type of thing yeah, she doesn't care what it is. if it's human food she's gonna put it in her mouth and taste it and if right. she doesn't like it she'll spit it out and so i like <laughs> i like i like tricking them <laughs> like, i was making something that had like lemons or limes in it and so i cut up those lemons and limes and I was like Ruby and tossed her a lemon and she like bit it and she did like a Elvis like an Elvis snarl look like her one side of her face went up and she squinted and then it went bah! like no thank you <laughs> that's funny <laughs> the Elvis snarl I know with yeah the Elvis Snarl, or the Billy Idol snarl. Yeah, um, yeah, that one too. That Rufus, too. Rufus, he'll he'll try to catch it, but I know you've seen those videos. I need to take a slow mo video of Rufus trying to catch food because it usually just bops him in the forehead. <laughs> just not that coordinated, right? <laughs> you know, he's not. He's yeah. old. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it's always the one she can snatch it right out of midair. Watch him. 
uh, and and <laughs> Comet Comet's the one who'll miss it, you know. And uh, <laughs> but they both sound exactly the same when they're done. Like I'll throw it to Zoe and she goes, "Hey, thanks, that was really good." And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll throw it to Comet, and, and he'll miss it and go, "Oh, I missed it. I'll pick it up off the floor." <laughs> 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 Go pick it up from the corner. Thanks, though. Thanks, though. I like that. Uh, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I I did take slow mo video and I showed it to Marty, but I deleted it because like I'm throwing like a little milk bone to the dogs, and you see Ruby just engulf it with her mouth, and then Rufus he'll like open his mouth and close it too soon, and it bops yeah. him in the nose. Yeah. <laughs> It's just great. <laughs> well, the thing is with the little dog, if when Comet misses him, if he's not quick enough, the little dog will grab it real quick. And they don't fight over food, but then you have to give them another one, you know. And that becomes a whole race to itself, right? So if if one gets two, the other two have to get two. And if you yeah. make a mistake and they and someone gets the third, you got to get the other two. I mean, you could just go on forever if you're not careful. Yeah, and then yeah, and then you and then and then doggy diabetes is running rampant through <laughs> your house. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> doggy diabetes. Uh, well, sir, I believe that this is probably a good time for us to call it. I think so too. We we talked about the the fun new addition to my family or coming up so, in a few months. It's stupid cool. That's yeah. what that is. It's stupid awesome. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm getting more more excited uh, every day as, as the uh, realization pops in a little bit more and more. I was researching uh, grandpa names, you know, because I don't I don't I don't think I want to be granddad or grandpa, and I don't know what I want to be yet. But I was looking up like you know fun names and odd names, and there were some. There's ones like Bazoo. I'm like I could be a Bazoo, like I could be something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but and get this, uh, I, I get this one on playful uh, playful grandfather names, and one of them was Big Daddy. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not going to use it, but I thought it was fun that it was there. Uh, yeah, I uh, my my dad was called Pop Pop, Pop Pop. Yeah, yeah. That's another one I've, I was considering. Uh, Papa, I called my mom's dad Papa, and then I called my dad's dad Granddad. And yeah, uh, but and there's some fun ones. There's some really oddball ones out there that just tickle me. That I think, well, all things being equal, I think I might go with that. But, yeah, I, uh, I know. I know. I said that. I know. I said that it's about time to call it. But I didn't ask you. Like, how does it feel? Be knowing that you're going to be at granddad. Like, uh, yeah, like, it's it's so weird. It's like uh, you know, you you flash back to those early days when you when you remember being uh, becoming a dad. You know, mm-hmm. and all, and and it's not it's not going through it again because you know it's not at all. But it's like the it's a generation. It's like the the. Uh, uh, we're we're moving on. We're you know this is what life's about is to pass it on to the next generation. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool and it's weird and it's uh, it's scary a little bit, you know, because you're you know you're always scared for your people for your offspring or worried about them to some extent, you know. But at the end of the day, it's just another lovely human being to love and contribute. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it doesn't make you feel. It doesn't make you feel like overly old. <laughs> it does. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> the first. I'm gonna be a grandpa. 
well here's the thing so we got off the zoom call and Sierra was in the room and um <laughs> and then we got the zoom call and I yawned she says you tired I said yeah I'm a grandpa <laughs> <laughs> oh man Uh, i mean now you have like there's there's legit justification for your mid-afternoon naps absolutely yeah not that i needed justification (laughs) earlier but now i have them for sure now it's been verified and and vindicated yeah exactly all right all right all right now it's time now, now it's, it's time. time to wrap it up. <laughs> All right. So uh, everyone out there, uh, make sure to visit the uh, Big Daddy's Facebook page. If you if you Facebook search uh, Big Daddy's Comedy, you'll come up on our page. You can, yep. There's also links at Unscrewed Theater and and uh, and I believe on each of our individual pages. Yep. And uh, still haven't got any messages. So oh. still waiting. Still waiting for a voicemail. Okay. Well, let's. Uh... We'd love to get anyone to come and give us a voicemail. Tell us something about yourself. Tell us uh, what you'd like us to talk about. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. So, yeah, until next week, sir. Until next week, sir. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. If not sooner. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.